Hi, this is Russell Lynch. Welcome to the latest edition of our Friday Fix podcast. I'm joined this week by Chris Williams, the business editor of The Telegraph and my old boss. And we're here to talk about the changing media landscape and what's next for business in 2023. Morning, Chris. Good morning. So, you've been at The Telegraph for over 10 years now. How's the business model changed in your time and how, how are you doing things differently these days? Well, I think the, the, the key moment in the last 10 years was, was 2018 and the decision to pursue a subscription first business model which has been an enormous success. We're now on 750,000 subscribers across print and online and having a reader revenue model like that basically fixes a lot of incentives online so you move away from pursuing scale and clicks and you you start pursuing again quality and depth and exclusivity and all the great things of journalism that we all love and that's you know the moment where things really took off for us and it's brought a big wadge of investment back into the newsroom and it's meant that we are thinking very deeply and creatively about what the best way for us to serve that massive and growing new audience is online. How closely are you guided by the reader data when you commission a story? What sort of stuff? Is it the defining uh, factor? It's, it's one of many. So, you know, it's, it, I'd say it's still more art than science, but it's definitely informed by science in a way that it, it, it perhaps wasn't 10 years ago. At The Telegraph, we have a specific and bespoke bit of analytics that gives me a sort of single number of the performance of each story and tells me how it's landing with subscribers, with registered users, how long they're reading it for, what they're reading next, that kind of thing. And it spits out a number that I'm able to judge the success of the story on. But what it rewards is quality and depth and exclusivity again. One of the more interesting things is it reveals things that are perhaps a bit surprising about what the readers are interested in. So on, on, a, on a sort of monthly basis, I'll have a deep dive into the data and think about what are the things that did better than I was expecting and what can we do to build on that. So one big example of the last few years where we've done loads and loads of coverage is the direct result of, of the data is electric vehicles. So it's a it's a big mega trend that, that um, touches on almost every patch in, in, in traditional business journalism but it's almost one story and it's telegraphies are massively engaged in it and at every level so every day I'm thinking about are we covering the electric vehicles mega trend in the right way. Apart from electric vehicles what other stories and trends and topics tend to do the, do the best on the website? I mean, obviously economics, which is your old patch, does very well for us. We have a, a, a team of four covering economics, which is, is, is more than any other national, and I think that um, that's proving pretty useful in the current climate. Uh, other things that, that, that really do well are, are you know, telegraphies are very interested in, in, in big traditional industries like in engineering and arms, consumer-facing industries, whether they're telecoms or retail or anything like that, does very well. And they are interested in personalities. So, you know, if, you, if we can find ways to make business about people rather than uh, as much as it's about numbers, that is always the best way to make it an engaging story for people. Given the way that the model's changed over the last few years, does that change in any way the way that you would interact with the comms industry at all? Or um, is it the principle remain the same, you're just after good content and interesting stories, basically? Uh, yes and no. I mean, uh, I would argue that in the last few years, media and financial communications have slightly gone in different directions. And that's partly a result of the financial crisis and the way things used to be done not being really appropriate anymore. And it's before my time, but, you know, I think... Uh, there was a, a freer flow of information before regulations becoming a lot stricter. You know, we are now, as a business section, much more in the general news business. We're not really, a, you know, business sections used to be a kind of B2B slash 
sort of prosumer product in the middle of a, of a general interest news, but that's not the case anymore. What I'm doing is trying to write general interest news about business. So I'm trying to push news lines, news edit in a, in a, in a standard Fleet Street way. I'm not in the business of marketing shares or providing market data, which used to be a lot of the role of, of, of print business section. You know, If anyone wants that data now, most people who really want it got it yesterday morning on their Bloomberg terminal and the, the audience for it in a sort of traditional way is vanishingly small and getting smaller every day. So the job now is to produce in, engaging news stories and I'm not quite clear that the comms side has quite grasped that that's what we're doing. Um, I really hope they do because those relationships can be incredibly valuable. And I've got many that, that have. You know, part of it means covering the companies that really matter in great detail, and that can mean the right way to approach it for us is to build really, really solid relationships with with internal communicators. Is it more about framing then? Because if you've got the news agenda, you've got the policy agenda, the economic agenda. Is there a way for people to get heard if they can frame their messages in that wider context? Is it get, gets them a better hearing? Yeah, I think so. I think I think that for anyone who wants to be heard on the national stage, which is what we're talking about here, they need to think about why it's interesting, right? Newspapers are put together. We, I stand at conference every day uh, with the editor of this newspaper and we talk about what the most interesting things happening are. That's what we talk about, what's interesting. And if you're not interesting, you're not going to be in the paper. And how do you become interesting? <laughs> well, then you, you, you say interesting things or you do interesting things and that can often, and more often than not, that means that you're part of a wider story, whether it is an economic story or a political story or policy story. It's, it's how does what you're doing as an organisation matter to the, to the outside world? You know, I think um, naturally corporates occupy their own universes and, and think about what they're doing uh, on a day-to-day basis and look, lifting your head up and engaging in the public realm is a challenge, but that is, is the quintessential challenge. It's only going to get harder to be heard in an environment where I think business journalism is becoming more ambitious and more part of the mainstream. I mean, the, the good news is that it turns out that you know intelligent people care more about business than they ever have before and they expect more of us as journalists on it so there are ample opportunities to get involved it just requires a slightly different mindset that isn't kind of here's my new product last question 2023 what are the trends you expect to dominate i mean cost of living the tech crunch anything else coming out of left field well i think what's going on at the moment is the end of an absolutely giant trend or force in the financial system which is, is it was effectively free money for over a decade and the sort of current tech crunch I think is just the first part of what is going to wash through every part of the economy and like the pensions crisis was part of it and we're we're just going to see loads of these things happening over the next 18 months I think and it's going to be a very fertile time for news and you know all sorts of things that we've taken for granted I think the housing market we've got to keep an enormously close eye on if you talk to any kind of policy makers on the central bank side that is top of their mind so uh, we're all over that on the corporate side of things you know the the weakness of sterling is obviously a big a big thing to be worrying about if you're a listed company and you know the continued sort of digitization passing through the real economy will create stories that's brilliant chris thanks very much for your time cheers